0: Welcome to the third episode of Pumpkins and Popcorn. I am one of your hosts, Weston, and I am joined today by the person I am joined with every time I do a podcast, which is
1: Connor. Hey, how's it going? We made it. We broke our record. Did we do two last time and put them out, though? Or was it just one? We did, two. We did, like, talking about Halloween and then, like, an introduction which the introduction probably should have been first, but... It should have. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway, we're here, uh,
0: and we're doing a third one, and this time today we're talking about stuff that some of it is directly Horror Nights related, and then some of it is just general horror related stuff, some movie stuff, some interesting fandom related stuff that I came up on, which is kind of what we'll start with today. Connor is aware of it, I kind of told him a little bit about it, um... And then I think we'll be ending it with some icon talk for Horror Nights this year, and that will be the podcast today. Might be a little shorter than usual. I got to be out by four, and it's three fifteen already. So, yeah, <laughs> about I, forty-five minutes or so.
1: Yeah, I just wanna—I just—I actually want to start this. We are recording on Mother's Day, so I want to wish a happy Mother's Day to all the the, the moms out there. Oh, happy Mother's Day! Uh, happy Mother's Day. Um, you can tell your mom, Weston. Hi, Angel and I have will. Mother's Day
0: <laughs> I was with her this morning Emily and I spent the night there last night and now we are back home but we spent the night at their house last night
1: All right. which you
0: gotta come to when you come over in October
1: oh yeah I'll be there in October and I'll be there in August too Yep. Sure uh, and we're we're gonna cover uh, in October we're gonna cover definitely Netherworld and uh, what are the other ones? Is Paranoia? is that, is that what another one is? And, yeah I think we'll do Paranoia yeah and probably and then
0: folklore too possibly.
1: folklore i couldn't think of the third one yeah. um those are like the three ones near you um yeah. but yeah yeah excited for those and excited to talk about uh, what we're going to talk about today
0: yeah so let me just kick it off real quick so the first thing That I want to talk about today is a little different than usual, Uh, and it was something that I I immediately texted Connor about this, uh, maybe it was a week and a half ago, but it, it was sometime last week, maybe beginning of last week, a little before that, and what happened was the Five Nights at Freddy's movie trailer got leaked online. And I'm going to kind of clarify here that I've never necessarily been a fan of Five Nights at Freddy's. Right. I played the first game when I was like 18, I think, when it came out, something like that. 17? I don't know. 18, 17 or 18. I played it for a little bit, and the first one was good. I mean, it, it almost looked realistic because it was it was so simple. Uh, the objects and everything, and so it, it was pretty scary. You were watching the security cameras, and like things would pop up, and I was like, oh, this is this is very startling. It was kind of a scary game. And then it went in a further direction after like the second game, where it became a little more, I don't want to say kid-oriented, but it did, it became a little more kid-oriented. And so I stopped really paying much attention to it after that, never really got big into it for a little bit. I worked at an entertainment store when I was between jobs, uh, kind of a a pop culture store back when I was in college. And so I worked in that store. We would have tons of people come in, four or five nights of Freddy's stuff, and they were always kids. It was always kids. So it just was never really something that appealed to me. However, I watched the leaked trailer, and what I was shocked by was how good it looked. And I thought it looked like a great movie that if I didn't know anything behind like the game or anything like that immediately I would be interested in it and I was interested in it I'm gonna be honest with you guys so I was super excited about it uh watched it as I was in the gym actually came back home watched it another time and then I just kind of went to sleep and forgot about it the next day I got on Reddit which Reddit is just kind of a nightmare of a place in the first place (laughs) to be 100% upfront with you. Reddit's not a good place. Um, It it brings out just some really interesting people and some interesting stuff. But um, I got on there and I noticed that, well, I actually went on YouTube and noticed that all the trailers have been taken down. So I went to Reddit. I was like, I wonder what's going on. I bet there's a story behind this. And what I noticed was that there was a story. And the story was that the creator of the game was super upset that the trailer got leaked, right? I mean, and look, I understand. Like, you've been working on this movie for years. I think it was, I read it was like eight years or something like that that they've been working on this project. And so you've been working on this for a long time, trying to get it up and running. I'm probably wrong about eight years, but whatever. And so you're a little agitated that it got leaked, but I started thinking about that, and it was this weird, weird thread where the moderator on Reddit was just absolutely just throwing down the hammer on everybody. Like, if they were, if they had mentioned anything from the trailer in terms of, like, how an animatronic looked or how a scene looked or how something sounded, they were throwing the hammer down, and it was like, you can't mention this, you can't mention that, don't you? It is not official, so you're not allowed to say anything about it. And, like, the people commenting on what the guy who's the creator of the game, what he said, they were all in, like, agreement with him. And basically what he said was, look, I'm really upset that this got released. I can't believe it. I'm so shocked and sad. And he's like, but it makes me so happy and gives me faith in humanity that you guys are refusing to watch it and stuff like this. And I was like, that is so strange. And before you say anything, before, not you, Connor, but before anybody out there says anything in terms of, Oh, well, I understand it's that. I just want to say something really quick. I am not a fan of that series. And I watched that trailer thinking, regardless on if it's finished or not, very clearly from the video that, by the way, was a 13-year-old kid who recorded it, who somehow got into some sort of, like, survey that he signed an NDA for. Or they, I'm I'm not sure of the, the gender, but it, it was a person that was 13 years old who signed an NDA and what happened was that got released online by this kid. It, it it was a stupid move. It wasn't something that should have happened, obviously. But when it comes to leaks and stuff like that, and Connor, you and I both have talked about stuff like this for the leaks because you know as well as I do, I get, I get a lot of leaked information sent to me. Uh, I do not share it anywhere. It is all private stuff. And that's because I'm asked not to share it. I'm told, please don't share this. And that happens. And you and I have been told leaks of certain things before um, a couple of years ago. And it's just when a leak is asked not to be shared by the sender because it could get them in trouble and you send it anywhere, you share it anyway. Yes, that's a problem. The kids shouldn't have done that. They were asked not to do it. Obviously, that is a problem. However, as the audience who is participating watching it happen. There is no reason not to take full advantage of the situation and see what it looks like. Zero reason. You have no reason not to, if something leaks, to look at it. No reason not to. If the person who leaked it was told not to do so and they did so themselves, then yes, that is a problem. And they absolutely should not have done that, especially if it's going to get somebody in trouble. That is huge. If the person who leaked it is the person who would get in trouble for it. Then, at that point, you definitely take full advantage of it because they were the ones stupid enough to do it, not you. And so it's this weird situation where I truly don't understand this attitude of being so strict about don't talk about the leak, don't say anything about the leak. We don't it's not official. If it doesn't come from the the person's mouth who made it, the Word of God, basically, then don't show it anywhere. don't don't say anything about it. Like it was such a weird thing to see. And I I feel like I'm ranting. Connor, you haven't said anything. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, I I I'm just I'm just hanging out here just listening. Well, I'm almost done. But basically what I'm getting at is that I actually it kind of happened
0: again something similar, or continuously happened, honestly, in a discord that I was part of that I'm not going to mention. I'm not gonna say what it was, but there was a Discord I was part of that. I I watched pretty closely, and I would comment every once in a while, but there were people in it who just felt very, very (sighs) white knight almost, I guess is the best word for it, like any single situation that – that could be defended or anything that could be defended. And I'm not talking about like stuff that, that should actually be defended. Like somebody says something that was really bad towards a certain person or something and you jump in and say, Hey, you shouldn't say that. Like, that's not right. Don't do that. That's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about weird things about people making jokes that honestly aren't inappropriate. And somebody just so happens to not think it's funny. And so they completely totally just get rid of it or say something you know, not hurtful, but they say something about it. Just really weird situations where these people only jump into things that is quote unquote controversial so that they come out looking heroic on the other side. And again, that may sound a lot better than what it actually is, but I'm not talking about situations where it's actually something really bad that is being talked about or something that's like really sensitive being talked about. I'm talking about Somebody says something as simple as like, I don't really like this game or I don't really like this movie. It feels like it's made for kids or it feels like it's not for me or something like that. And basically somebody jumping in and being like, well, it's made for this. So I don't really care what you think, blah, 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 like that sort of situation. And it's like, oh, that is so weird. Like, why? Like, just let people have their opinions about disliking certain things or or even that. And I watched I actually watched – here's something really interesting for you. So I actually watched something happen in a thread where somebody who was part of a community – and not a community. I mean just a fandom, I guess I should say. Part of a fandom made fun of that fandom that they were part of slightly, just very slightly made fun of it. And the person who was in the thread just completely and totally was like, that's not funny. I don't know why you would make a joke about that. And it wasn't even like a – it wasn't a joke that is quote-unquote not funny because it was either politically incorrect or or racially sensitive or something like that that's understandable. Like, all those things are understandable. Like, yeah, don't say those things. And that's why I kind of want to shout out really quick HHN365's Discord because it's phenomenal. And its rules on it are amazing because, like, the first rule is be excellent to each other. And then it goes into specifics, right? And the specifics are, like, don't be racist. Don't be homophobic. Don't be transphobic. And it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, absolutely. Like these are rules just for life in general. So absolutely, like obviously you shouldn't do it here too. But then the other discord as compared to that was like, it was this weird rule, I I believe, where it said something like, be good and say, say nice things, be respectful, but it had no specifics. And then at the very end of all the rules, it basically said, if we think anything is negative, then we can delete it and get rid of it, and eventually you'll get banned. And that's when I left. I was like, "Ooh, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this anymore. This is a weird, weird situation." But, but like, look, obviously there are certain situations where things shouldn't be said you know, like, like, like what's Day 365 is. Like, you should not say things that are racist. Obviously, you should not say things that are homophobic. Obviously, you should not say things that are transphobic. Obviously, like, that makes sense. Absolutely. And those are good rules to follow just in general in life, just in everything. But it was just, I don't know, it was just weird. So that's kind of my little rant that I have is that, look, let people enjoy the things they enjoy. If a leak comes out, And somebody says something about that leak and is like, oh, I really like that leak. Or, oh, you know, this. Obviously, if you have a rule that says, hey, this leak came out, if you want to leak it, like if you want to say something about it, tag it with a spoiler to make sure that nobody who doesn't want to see it doesn't have to. And because it's pirated and not official, or I guess it's pirated, I assume that would be considered pirated, because it's not official, Tag or don't post it anywhere officially like don't do that so i don't know that's just me that's that's just my opinion is that i don't really understand it i don't really understand why you wouldn't so i don't know
1: <laughs> that's crazy I, I mean i mean that that i mean the whole thought of finding that at freddy's though could be a really good house and i know it's Blum House. and i know there's a there's a rumor that next year because that movie's supposed to come out in what october like, I know it's I know it's like October, November, later this year, um, something like that. And um, I think that would make a great house. I know that Universal has a partnership with Blumhouse. Um, I know the rumor was this year that there was supposed to be a... Usually it's a mashup house, like, years prior it's been a mashup house. Like, last year it was Freaky and the Black Phone. Before that it was The Purge, the first Purge. And... Happy Death Day, and then, what was it? What was it our first year? Our first year it was... Sinister of the Purge
0: and Insidious.
1: Yes. Um, and this year, um, if the rumors are true, The Exorcist, the new Exorcist, um, if 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 that does end up happening, that is a uh, uh, Blumhouse property. So yeah. um, I think that would be uh, the blumhouse house this year um the rumor was megan and the new and ins- a new insidious movie um but uh i don't i don't know i i would i would kind of want that more than that exorcist thing but you know what Who knows? I mean, the only the only thing that I think everyone is is kind of nervous about. This is totally off topic. I don't even know what I'm talking about here. But um, (laughs) I just like went on a little tangent. I was talking about No, it's okay. This is is good stuff. Yeah. The partnership between uh, Blumhouse and Universal. Um, Who knows what the what the house uh, like uh, um, could entail. But the only thing is, is that the movie doesn't come out until what? October 13th. Exorcist.
0: Well, here's what I can tell you for sure. I know for a fact that Exorcist is not having good feedback. I don't know if you saw that or not, but the movie itself, Exorcist Believer, the audience that's seeing it, they're getting, like, the screenings. The screenings are not coming back good at all. Like, it's getting really crap reviews. Like, people do not like it. Oh, Um, wow. And what that tells me is that they could potentially go into reshoots and if they go into reshoots that means that potentially that
1: we have an Evil Dead Rise situation on our hands
0: which could be Hellblock Horror 2
1: which could be Hellblock Horror 2 Cruise Control
0: Um. I would be, listen, I would welcome Hellblock Horror 2 over Exorcist any day of the week I would would love Hellblock Horror 2 now, would it be as good as the first one? no, there's no way but I think that Personally, I think that if they just they just let Exorcist rest for a little bit, yeah. I don't think, personally, many people want or care to see it there. I haven't seen a single person excited about that coming to Horror Nights on any Discord or anything I've been on. I'll be honest. Right.
1: With you. Have you? Uh, no. And all the podcasts, I listen to a lot of Horror Night podcasts like when I'm at work, yeah. um, and it doesn't sound like anyone's excited for that. No. Um, A lot of people were, like, more looking forward to it if it were possibly the original because it's an anniversary year for them and it would have made sense. But this being a new movie, uh, I don't think anyone's really looking forward to it because it's going to contain spoilers and you're going to have, like, like over a month of spoilers for this movie and there's going to be a lot of content that people aren't going to understand.
0: Yeah, and so it's weird because it's like, well, we don't want that, and we also don't really want a house based on other Exorcist movies because, frankly, even if people like the movie, I haven't heard of anybody who's like, yeah, the Exorcist houses are great. None of them have been good. They've all been – like there's been a couple of scenes where it's like, oh, cool, like that's the staircase scene, and like that's fine. But then as you go a little further, it's like, wow, I'm in the room. I think we mentioned this last time. It's like, then you go to the next one. It's like, (laughs) wow, I'm in the room again. I can't believe it. And that's – nobody really wants that. And if it's another series, if it's another movie that is about exorcisms, and the exorcism is taking place in a room the whole movie again, which it might be. I don't know anything about this new movie. I don't even think there's a trailer, which is crazy, by the way, that they're going to have a Horror Nights house, that there is not even a trailer for the movie yet.
1: Right. Well, apparently – It did premiere at. Is it the right one where it did premiere at I think. I don't
0: know. You cut out there there for a minute. What did you say? Oh, did
1: you? um, I think the trailer premiered at a a film festival or something. Oh,
0: I don't know. I have no idea. But but anyway, we'll see what they do with it. I'm Uh, not sure if they'll do something like that or not.
1: But uh, and also speaking of like houses being based on, uh, you know, things that or movies that haven't, you know, come been released, uh, like prior to the event. You know, me and you actually went through a house that was like that. Do you remember which one it was? Oh, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think now which one it was. It was our first year. First year. Was it Saw? I didn't even. I didn't. It was Saw. I, I didn't, didn't even realize it until I was listening. Someone else was talking about it, and I—I'm not even a huge fan of Saw anyway. I'm not I think I've never that seen It was any the of weakest them. house that year. Yeah. It um. Was. But you—it was like walking to like a warehouse, which I guess is Saw. But uh, um, I—I I wasn't a—I wasn't a huge. Fan of, I, mean, I don't watch that movie anyway. But <laughs> yeah. But anyway.
0: Yeah. No, I get that. And it's like it, no, I wasn't a huge fan of of Saw to begin with. I don't think Saw is like a like a good thing. Um but
1: Right. And then I saw their Saw. Uh yeah. there's like like Saw 10 or X is like they just did two. Oh, really? Another one.
0: That's going to be that.
1: Saw. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, I it's hope not. not. <laughs> <laughs> um but if you're ready to move on, um, I think there's some interesting things that we can talk about. Sure. Um, first off, um, when we talked in the first episode, when we talked about the uh, the speculation map, um, we talked about like a dragon house, like a rumored dragon house.
0: Yeah.
1: There's more speculation on that, and how I mentioned there was a rumor that it could like split. Yeah. There could be like maybe two separate experiences. Well, the, the rumor and speculation right now is um, Are you making coffee? No, I was getting some water. My throat's oh. dry. No, I was oh.
0: just getting some water while I was sitting there. <laughs> I, like you know? I have like a little <laughs> pot, like a little Brita filter, and I was just getting welcome some water. To the,
1: welcome to the, the, the coffee machine uh, podcast where we okay. listen to Weston make coffee but, uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <That's just> water. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so the, so the current speculation is that the house is based on, uh, dueling dragons. Like, the ride at, uh, Islands of Adventure.
0: Yeah, that makes sense to me.
1: Like, the original one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it makes total sense.
1: Yeah, so I think that'd be really cool, like a callback. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure maybe that might be the, the, um, that might be the, uh, um, like, the Easter egg house, where, like, there's a lot of Easter eggs, like Carnival Graveyard was like that uh, back in 2018. I know you didn't go through that, but, um, but yeah. And then uh, I do want to talk about uh, the... Uh, do want to talk about um, a potential icon for this year. Uh, Universal did put out a um like a cryptic video actually a couple cryptic like they released a couple pieces of cryptic information one was a video of a podcaster and um and then like there was like all this static and then there was a face yeah
0: um
1: like in the static and i'm actually looking at the image right now of, and a lot of people think that that could have been dr oddfellow maybe Um, who is, like, the guy who, like, hired Jack and, like, made him a clown back in the 20s or whenever that was. But then, uh, Universal posted another, uh, thing where it was, um, it was, like, text messages going back and forth, and then these random symbols... And the symbols, people think they've translated it, and they believe it says, my harvest is inescapable. So me and you, I know we were talking about how, could that be the Pumpkin Lord? Could we get another year of the Pumpkin Lord? You think of harvest, you think of pumpkins. Um, But then people dug even deeper than that. Yeah. And... Um, they believe a lot of people think that the, um, icon will be Cindy, who is the daughter of the caretaker, um, who is another Horror Nights icon. Um, and Cindy is technically not an official icon yet. Um, in the, I guess in the Horror Nights community, she is. But based on, like, all the events and the event icons, she has not been an event icon. She was actually supposed to be an icon back in 2001, 2002, um, whenever the caretaker was a icon. Originally, it was supposed to be uh, Cindy for Islands of Fear, and so basically it was going to be, like, her, like... I don't know. I, I was I was like eight years old at that point, so I I wasn't old enough to be going to to horror nights. But yeah. I um, but I know that they canceled uh, her as the icon because of like there were uh like uh, I'm I'm totally blanking. Um, oh, there were like like kids were like abducted, like a bunch like a bunch of kids were like kidnapped and stuff like that. So. Uh, Universe is like, okay, yeah, we're going to scrap that idea about the kid, you know, being lost and stuff like that and just go to the caretaker. But the reason why they think that it's Cindy is because she was later at Horror Nights 20 featured in a uh, house called the Orphanage Ashes to Ashes. And the name of the orphanage that, that was featured was the Harvest Orphanage. So, oh, that would be
0: interesting. I've heard about that like Good Harvest or something weird like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, it is yeah. Yeah,
0: that's that's wild. I'm wondering Look, I don't really know 100% that uh that it'll be I I I'm going to tell you right now that I think that I, I think that it is probably not something related specifically to an icon that we're seeing in these posts. I think that it's all just kind of a red herring, just kind of just kind of Horror Nights being Horror Nights. I think it will roughly tie into whatever the icon is. I don't think they're teasing anything that can actually be guessed from what they're putting out there. So, like, people are speculating, oh, does it mean Cindy? Does it mean the pumpkin lord does it mean something like that I'm gonna be honest with you I really don't think I don't think it has to do with any of those I just don't actually see it having to do with that but maybe maybe it's just me I just really don't I just don't think so Um, it, it just really to me doesn't feel like that it actually could be anything that could be guessed from from just watching that i don't know look i could be wrong i absolutely could be wrong i just don't think that they would put things out there like that and i think the person making the video actually is is not even aware of what the event's going to be like. I think that they are just telling them, Hey, put this in the video and then see what happens or put this in the video and see what happens. But I don't actually think it's, I don't think it's real. I I really think that it's all
1: just, just fake stuff. If that makes sense. I don't know if that
0: makes sense or not, but that's my personal
1: opinion. I, uh, I, I personally think um, I'd be okay with any, any icon if they, if it was an icon. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the pumpkin Lord. Personally, I know people love the Pumpkin Lord, um, but I'd be okay with whoops. I'd be okay with uh, any any anyone else. I mean, I'd be okay if they wanted to make Guy Fieri the the the, the icon. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> and it's it's the the it's Hor- Halloween Horror Nights thirty two. Welcome to Flavortown, which you which you actually went to in in Tennessee. Um, I did not not Halloween Horror Nights, but. <laughs> <laughs> imagine going to horror Nights. it's like <laughs> go inside there oh, we, we we got that going on all over this joint right here at halloween hornets oh.
0: <laughs> you know what they should have there
1: you know who he should be fighting against who, who should he be fighting against
0: he should be fighting against uh what's his name uh you know exactly who it is
1: is it emerald emerald agassi yeah it should be emerald yeah uh Weston and I have this. <laughs> Last week, when we did our uh, our perfect horror night uh, maps, uh, there were some that we had come up with that I actually want to talk about it. I guess I'll talk about it right now. Um, there were some that some houses that were emitted from both of our maps. One of them being called Bam Emeralds Revenge. And it was Emeril Lagasse, the celebrity chef, um, uh, seeking vengeance on Universal for closing his restaurant in in City Walk. <laughs> he po- he keeps popping out, and bam! I, Emerald's vengeance. I, I think the uh, yeah, I think the the premise was going to be Emerald has Emerald has become like a demon, and he has possessed celebrity chefs like Bobby Flay, Rachel Ray, and Giada De Laurentiis to take over Universal and reinstate. His restaurant. All of this to reinstate his restaurant. When all of a sudden, Guy Fieri saves the day at the end and saves everyone. And then you exit out into a scare zone called Flavor Town, and it's just a bunch of people like running around in like flame shirts and sunglasses. And Guy Fieri is like sitting on a throne with a crown on. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Could you imagine? I, I think I think that would be I think that would be a hit. I think that would be everyone's best house and best um best scare zone.
0: Of, of I agree here,
1: personally. I um, did some AI art of him in
0: his scare zone. Do you remember that? I
1: do remember like walking
0: that. around in his scare zone? I do remember that.
1: Oh. Um, but another I remember another another house that got uh, i that we were talking about. We actually came up with in line for was it was it Bugs? I think it was Bugs and Alive. It live. was Bugs, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just called Pool, and there's no backstory behind it. So you're like, I, I don't like everyone's waiting in line. And they're like, I don't know what this. I don't know know what this could be. Is it like like a swimming pool? Um, what are they like like like? Is it like a jury pool? No. Uh, you go in. It's one room, and it's just a pool hall. Like there's nothing scary. It's the most underwhelming experience ever. And it's just all these guys like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" <laughs> oh <my> gosh, <laughs> know, we're, we're we're kind of messed up, just a little bit. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh, you go in
1: there like, "Hey, what's going on?" Hey, how's how's it going? I mean, you could, I mean, that that sounds like the perfect uh, the perfect house to scare my wife. I mean, I just walk into a room and she gets scared, like. You could you could have a a well lit room, and have her walk in and just have someone walk in from behind her and just say, "Hey, how's it going?" and she would get scared. So, um, yeah. Uh, but uh, but <laughs> moving on, um, I there's really not much more that we're really gonna discuss right now, is there? I mean, you're going to Spooky Empire this. I week, am going it? to Spooky Empire this weekend. Yeah, I'm I'm only going on Friday. Um, and I just bought my ticket. I'm looking forward to it. I've never been to a event like that before, um, so I'm really excited, uh, hoping to bump into fellow podcasters, other YouTubers that we're both fans of, which it's, it's the opening day, so maybe, maybe they'll be there. Um, but horror, Halloween Horror Nights is having an icon is having a panel uh, Friday night uh, from six to seven, and it is the woman behind Woman Behind the Horror Universal Orlando Halloween Horror Nights panel, and it is join these fabulous women and more for a behind-the-scenes Universal Orlando Halloween Horror Nights panel. They'll be chatting about the women that impact Halloween Horror Nights from creative to production to technical, as well as what they love about their jobs and how it feels to be a woman in the horror genre and then there's a bunch of like the director of creative art and design show directors art managers character design makeup designers and it says and Moore more will be announced um i know a lot of people are speculating whether or not we will get an announcement at spooky empire for a house um i think either, it'll be before
0: that i think it'll be yeah, day after tomorrow.
1: last year last year oh you think you think it's going to be tuesday
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. I think this Tuesday. I think Tuesday. Uh, I think day after tomorrow we will get an announcement. I, I think. Wow. It will. I, I don't know when announcements usually are, but but I think they take
1: place on Tuesdays, don't they? Isn't it usually Tuesday? Was it was it was t- was it Tuesday last year? I don't know sometimes I it's so. Tuesday, sometimes it's Thursday, sometimes it's Friday. Um, I think we will have an
0: announcement either before. It will be before that panel, no matter what. I will tell I you that. It, I would put at least ten dollars down on thinking that it would be there. I will put at
1: least ten (laughs) dollars. At least ten dollars.
0: At least ten, at the most fifteen. I'm not betting more than fifteen bucks on anything
1: (laughs) ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I know. Last year they announced Universal Monsters before, and then uh, they talked about it and they showed pictures from it and stuff like that. So um, I think. We get a Universal Monsters announcement um, this week, Tuesday, Legacy as West says. Legacy claims it
0: won't be. Legacy it, claims the first announcement will not be Universal Monsters. And no? Will, and it won't be an icon. It'll be a shared IP. I think it's going to be Last of Us.
1: I think it could be Last I mean, yeah. well, I was going to say, I was being conservative with saying Universal Monst- Universal Monsters, but... I I really do think it's Last of Us. I think you yeah. need to get people to start buying tickets because tickets are on sale. You need people to buy tickets. You need people to. It's just day uh, tickets, though, their, right? Yeah, so just day tickets. Um, they also have for anyone that doesn't know, Universal sells day tickets like um single single night tickets, which are on sale right now, which range in prices uh from you know uh a lot to a lot a lot um depending on which day you're going to go and of course closer to halloween it's going to get more expensive um and then they also have frequent fear which is there's different tiers of it and that's almost like a uh like an annual pass kind of or like like a season pass to halloween horror nights um so you can go like yeah you can go like oh yeah rush of fear uh, frequent fear frequent fear p- plus uh so rush rush of fear is usually the first month ish first few weeks of it um and then there's frequent fear which is every day except for fridays and saturdays and then frequent fear plus is every day except for saturdays and then ultimate is every night every night of the event Well, what's
0: crazy is I was looking at, because Rush of Fear is what I'm doing this year. I'm doing Russian Fear with Express, and the price difference between Rush of Fear with Express and Ultimate Fear with Express is so dumb. Like, it's just I don't even know why that you wouldn't just – I guess if you really want to go in October, like, yeah, go for it, I guess. But if you can just get it all out in September, because September really is Halloween time as well. It's just face facts. Really, Halloween starts September and october christmas is november and december even though i know a lot of people are like well don't forget about thanksgiving but a lot of people start celebrating christmas well
1: first well yeah i mean i mean for for christmas you have you have november and then the week of thanksgiving is thanksgiving it's a break from christmas and then after thanksgiving back to christmas until the 25th exactly
0: Uh
1: but i mean i mean mickey's not so scary halloween party at at disney that starts in august yeah. So <laughs> so look, in my opinion, if I I think
0: Rush of Fear and do you know when those tickets usually get released? When does everything for like Rush of Fear or Freak of Fear, when does that get released?
1: June, June or July, I'd say. OK, good. good. That's historically. And people always panic like, oh, no, they're not going to do it this year. They're going to do it. They're going to, you know, and, and I think if you're coming for more than one night, personally, I think it's worth getting at least Rush of Fear if you're coming in September like like you are. You know, well like,
0: Rush of Fear for it said last year it was like 450 bucks for Rush of Fear with Express. Now that includes Saturdays, as far as I'm aware. Rush of Fear includes Saturdays.
1: I believe it's every day um, yeah. during the however that, that period of however long that a period of time is. That's yeah,
0: insane. Because if you you will get your money's worth within the first two nights for that. Yeah. That's insane. Definitely. So, and yeah.
1: and I did you buy Express last year or no? No, I've never done. It. This can be my first year doing any form of Express. So it is a game changer, especially you guys. You guys actually just booked a uh, trip. You're staying at Cabana Bay too.
0: We are, and for like it's like a nice. Week
1: and, a half. and it's nice because if you're there, like on a Thursday night, or even like a, like a Saturday night when it's busy. You don't have to worry about crowds. You can just pop over, do a couple houses with your express, grab some food, and it's it's nice because you know you're not you're not constantly looking at the wait time. You can just go up and scan your express. The only thing is you can only do it once. Yeah. Well, and that's fine.
0: Tonight. I mean, look, you, so, you like, usually do it once anyway, and then don't, don't go back to their house that night.
1: Right, right. And I mean, I guess I guess the thing is is if you've already been to the event and you you have a favorite house and you you know you're going to want to do it more than once, uh, stay and Scream that. So uh, I yeah. guess we should probably mention what that is. Stay and Scream is where if you have a day ticket to Universal Studios, um, you can go into the park as long as you're in by five o'clock because um, that's when they kick out everybody that doesn't have a Halloween Horror Nights ticket. Um, once, uh, and then they take everyone that has a Halloween Horror Nights ticket and a day ticket. They So basically you need you need a day ticket before five to get into the park. And then after that, there are several corrals throughout the park where they have uh, all the scanners like you would at the front of the park. You're scanning your, uh, your Horror Nights ticket, and then you go into the corral. They usually have separate sections based on what house you want to go to. And then where you are in the park is where um is like that like the houses like they have like different houses that they go to um if you don't know like if there's a house like oh i want to go to the last of us where do i go ask someone you know like like a team member there they'll they'll point you in the right direction um and then basically they uh keep you in that corral until they get all the people that aren't supposed to be there out that don't have tickets to horror nights and you wait and bake in the hot sun and then you, once everybody's out, once they have the house all set up, the cast is ready, they will walk you to the house, and then you will be blind going to the house because it's so bright outside, and then uh, the house is so dark. So, uh, uh, actually, firsthand experience, um, we did. I don't think it was Sand Scream, but in 2019, my brothers and I, our first house, we did. It was at like five o'clock, right when right when it opened, we did. Um, house of a thousand corpses and i got lost and i ran into a wall um so yeah um pro tip if you are doing stay and scream or even going you know when it's still daylight out wear sunglasses it, it really helps
0: um well well here's something else too and i've thought about this as well so we're going opening night uh and my plan is to stay there for stay and scream opening night right at where the Right beside the media where they're going to be because I want to be in that zone, the one that is the – what is it? ABC? NBC? No, it's not NBC. uh, It's uh, Show. Today
1: Show. The Today
0: Show. I I thought it was GMA. I don't know. I want to be in that one because I just want to watch the opening show, and then I was like, well, if I have Express, I don't want to go wait in a line for one of the houses immediately. I'm going to wait a little bit. I don't want to go get in a line for Stay and Scream and like miss the show and then go to a house and be like, all right, well, now I'm at a house. You know, I don't want to do that. Uh, I kind of think it might be a good idea to just go straight to the uh, to the tribute store. And the reason I say that is because, like, think about it. People are staying there for stay and scream, and it's right as it opens. The tribute store's already been open for a little bit in terms of like, because they usually open the tribute store up early, right, before even Horror Night starts. Am, I, am um, right
1: In years past, it's it's usually open all day
0: yeah and that's what i mean like so opening night the tribute store would have already been open people have been inside there when the parks first open up everybody's gonna rush to i don't want anybody to steal my idea i've been saying this but i'm gonna say it anyway people usually rush to a house what if instead we just go to the tribute store and like we have the tribute store just to ourselves and it's like oh cool
1: wow it's empty in here you know and then you right. get to
0: purchase all your stuff and you got all your merchandise and you don't have to go battle the crowd in there later
1: right and and especially now if you're going to be at the today cafe If the Tribute Store is going to be where it's been the past couple, like Mardi Gras and now the Summer Tribute Store, um, it's not in New York anymore. It's in Hollywood. So you're right there. You just walk around the corner and you get to experience – and plus when you do go to the Today Cafe, you're like already in a scare zone too right there. So you get to experience that scare zone, whatever's right there, and you're right at the Tribute Store. I'm going to relax a lot more with express.
0: I'll go try some food. I don't even care if it takes us two hours before we even go into a house. Like I'm okay with just chilling and like getting food, getting the merchandise, going in the tribute store, looking at the scare zones while everybody else is in line for those houses since it's opening night. And then being like, okay, well now people are starting to come out into the scare zones and get food and stuff like that. Now that we've had our fixings of food, I'm going to go get, in line for a house now, and then you get in line for a house. You know, it's just that's how I'm feeling. But we'll see once we get there right, this year.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's a good plan. And uh, but uh, I think I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to add?
0: I think that's it. You want to lead us out?
1: Uh, I will lead us out. Well, I'm gonna tell you where you can uh, follow us on social media. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Pumpkins and Popcorn. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Pumpkins Popcorn. <laughs> on tiktok pumpkins mm, with an n popcorn and you can also follow us on our youtube channel be sure to like and subscribe on youtube at pumpkins and popcorn um go click that bell like all the youtubers say um and then if you i I always forget to mention this if you want to submit a suggestion of what, what we should talk about if you have any comments or anything you can send us an email to our email, official email address, pumpkinsandpopcornpod at gmail.com. and please send us stuff because sometimes we are hard pressed for a uh, for topics. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, so if you if you're listening out there and you have you have an idea of what we should talk about, shoot us an email, pumpkinsandpopcornpod at gmail dot com, and uh, Weston, it's been a pleasure. That's Once it. Again, All right. All right, so uh, we hope you guys have a great week and stay spooky, my friends.